from the trash of the Tuesday pitching slate to the all-A slate of Wednesday. Here we come, WinDaily, WinDailySports.com. I'm Jay, and I'm with Adam. And we're going to break down this DFS slate, sports betting slate, props, all that kind of good stuff. And we're going to start at the top, man. Adam, I will not make a lineup straight up without one of these five guys in my lineup. I just I just won't, man. It's going to be a combination of these two out of these five guys in every lineup on DraftKings on the main slate. You got Scherzer up top against St. Louis. You got Gaussman, who's been a stud, probably the Cy Young, versus Seattle. Garrett Cole, who's kind of bounced back pretty strongly. He gets Baltimore. Otani versus Texas. Giolito versus KC. Can you see yourself building a lineup without one of these five guys or two of these five guys in those lineups on DraftKings? I can, just because I will take a few shots with Rasny Contreras, a young kid from Pittsburgh. Um, he It's not official yet, but he's in all likelihood starting against the Cubs. It's risky, but he represents upside, uh, 32.3% K rate in his innings in the majors this year. It's only 7.2. Get me through that Cubs lineup twice at 4K, and I, I'll be happy. Because as much as I want to play all these top five guys, and I, I will, it's not going to be the most fun slate to stack, especially if you're trying to play any of the expensive hitters, because it can be a bit of a challenge to make that lineup. Yeah, I, I get it. I just don't know. Like, I thought you were going to say Drew Smiley because Pittsburgh's that bad. He's in that running, too, for sure. Yeah, you can maybe slide him in there. I I see a way to get Smiley in there, but I'm just really scared because you got five legitimate aces, and they're all in good matchups or great, good to great matchups. St. Louis maybe being the toughest one or Texas with Otani. But out of these five guys, I think three, four, or maybe all five of them will get 20 each. So you're going to be uphill climbing if you go with one of these lower-end guys and they dud out and then one of these pitchers get you 20. Look, I've been all for the low-priced 4K, 5K guys. I'm worried about a pitch count with Contreras a bit. I'm not really touching Granky. I'm not touching Gonzalez, not touching Lyles or Hicks. Smiley's the only guy that makes a little bit of sense, but at 7,100, I'll find a way to get to Giolito. I don't think the savings is enough. If I have to, I'll go Giolito Otani. And looking at the stacks, you know, we want New York. You know, I want the Yankees. The Yankees are going to be popular. Judge is on fire. Stanton's been pretty hot. Rizzo's been pretty darn hot, too. So if we can get a five-man Yankee stack, that's the ideal landing spot for me with two of these aces. And I've built kind of like a mock as of right now for the Wednesday main slate. Let's say we go Giolito Otani. You can go Giolito Otani. And if Torino starts, got a lucky home run, I believe, on Monday, swinging at a pitch at his eyes and he hit it out to right. But you got Rizzo, Judge, Stanton, and Hicks. As long as he starts, he sat on Tuesday. He's 2,700. You got an average player remaining salary of 3466 with your middle infield. That means second base, shortstop, and then also the corner of third base plugged in where you could get one more cheap guy, you know, in the 2K range, like maybe you go with a, a Velasquez for, for Anaheim at 2,100. Then you're back up to 4,100. So there's ways to go ahead and do that. But Adam, talking about gas cans, talking about the guys that we want to stack against here, who would it be as your top stack? Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of tough. You know, I, I think just by default, it's the Yankees. 
Um, it, it's going to be a little bit of a, of a challenge to get get these all these guys in here. But honestly, one of the guys that I'm looking at within the Yankees that can help save you some money is Aaron Hicks. And that's going to be yep. the FEVP tonight, or today, excuse me. Uh, Lyles uh, against lefties, 6.64 FIP, 4.13 WOBA. And Hicks has a 4.19 expected WOBA against fastballs. Lyles is using that pitch almost 40% of the time against lefties. And Lyle's fastball has allowed a 4-11 Woba. Like, it's a really good matchup on paper for Hicks. I'm hoping he's somewhat towards the top of the lineup, but I kind of doubt it. I think he'll be in the bottom third. But at that point, I, like, I don't really care. If that's the guy that I got to throw in there to kind of make it all work, hey, by all means, <laughs> I'll take that. If that's the guy that gets me, you know, two of these aces, and, it, like, it's just – it's so hard to really get other stacks because when we talk about these aces, yeah, we want to pitch them that also kind of eliminates almost half the offenses on the slate. So, you know, your, your options as far as going the four or five man stack route, it's pretty limited. No, I agree to that, man. And the Yankees are my top stack. Now looking at Vegas, I just want to go back to pitching for a second. Scherzer minus 190 to win the game over under of seven. Gaussman minus 235 over under of eight. Garrett Cole, minus 255, over under of 8. Otani, minus 160, over under 7.5. And, and then Giolito, minus 160, over under 7.5. Now, Adam, if you had to rank these, and let's just take salary out for a second. Just go to matchups, go to K upside, go to win percentage, all that kind of good stuff, metrics against the defense. How do you rate Scherzer, Gaussman, Cole, Giolito, and Otani? I mean, if I'm taking salary out of it, Scherzer's probably number one because the Cardinals, while they do strike out only 19% of the time so far, they're also righty heavy, and Mad Max still owns that side of the plate, man. Um, it, it's it's a 202 XFIP. It's a 37% K rate. He's already faced this Cardinal lineup once, and he dropped 10 strikeouts on them. It was, it's been his best strikeout start. It's because he's going to get fed plenty of righties. Now, the problem with that is he's... $1,700 more expensive than Garrett Cole, which if we, you know, kind of put salary into play, Cole's going to be my favorite because I'm probably going to need that 1700 somewhere along the line here to complete a lineup that I actually, you know, enjoy some of the hitters that I'm going to have to play. But salary not included, it's Scherzer. Once we get salary into the mix, it's probably Cole. Not even talking about my guy, Gaussman, man. This guy has been so consistent. Is he it has. the Seattle? Is the Seattle offense that worries you a little bit? Because look, 22, 22, 32, 29, 31, 23, super consistent. Like he's pretty much a lock for 20. If he gets to win, you're now pushing 24. If he finishes seven, eight, nine innings, you get to 30. Gaussman super, super consistent. Is he number three or number four for you? Um, how do you have this bottom tier? Because you do get a little bit of savings. With Giolito and Otani, I, I want salary out for discussion right now. Though I want you to just give me your top five. So you got Scherzer, Cole, one, two. I'm assuming, and then Gaussman's at three. Yeah, I think Gaussman would be at three. Um, I mean, like you said, just super, super consistent. You have to love that. The K rate to the left side is twenty percent. So you know, line of construction against him is a little bit important, but at the same time, like. When you look at the right side of the plate, they have a 298 Woba, and you think, oh, man, he's worth the righties. 
He's really not because it's a 458 BABIP on the right side of the plate right now. The K rate is up to 39%. He has 36 strikeouts, 31 in his splitter. The only two pitches in the league that have a higher fan graphs rating is Justin Verlander and Michael Kopech fastball. That's it. That splitter is the third highest fan graph rating pitch in all of baseball. He throws it a ton. Like nobody can hit the damn thing. It's hard not to like Hossman in, in any matchup at this point. Yeah, look, I got my softball playoff games Wednesday nights. So I don't know if I can max enter, but if I did, man, I would just click off all the other pitchers and just go Scherzer, Gossman, Cole, Giolito, and Otani. Because Otani in a great spot, too. Texas has been hitting a little bit more, but still, you got that upside there. And Giolito being the cheapest one at 8,300. I would just mix and match as many lineups as possible with these five guys. Maybe throw in 5% Juice Smiley and maybe throw in 5% Contreras just to yeah. open things up. Look, if he's at 4K, if his pitch count exceeds like 75, 80, he can push five innings. And five innings is enough uh, for him to hit value at 4,000. So maybe 5% Contreras, 10% Smiley because Pittsburgh is that bad. Sorry, got to tell you, Adam. And then no, roll those I, I five, get it. I mean, roll those five guys, you know, in the rest of your lineups and roll out with that. Look, the New York Yankees, top stack, probably going to be the most popular stack. But with this pitching on a six-game slate, everybody paying up for this pitching, they might be a, a team that kind of comes down a little bit in ownership. But guys like Judge and Standing definitely going to be high-owned. Thoughts on a second team? Who would you have second? Is it the Mets potentially? against Hicks is it Toronto against Marco Gonzalez who just wiggles and wiggles out of you know high scoring games somehow is the White Sox who've been heating up a bit against Granky where are you at with your secondary stacks or maybe some one-offs you like in good spots against certain pitches that they can attack uh it'll be the White Sox against Granky here um you know he's yep. having another one like I don't want to necessarily, necessarily say like escape, but he's he's one of those guys that can be annoying. You know, he might get you like five innings. He's not striking out anybody, but he's just like he's just kind of skating by through those five, and it can be a little bit hard to square him up. But as you mentioned, the White Sox just have not hit to their capabilities yet. They are at least a little bit healthier um, now that Moncada is back. You know that that lengthens that lineup a little bit. And they're a good bit cheaper than some of the Yankees. Like, their most expensive guy is only 5K. Again, we're talking about salary. that Like, some of that might just be helpful. So, a guy like Moncada, who's only 3,700, that's probably too cheap for him. Um, so, I, I do like that, that play. Really, any of the White Sox, if you can squeeze them in with the Yankees, even if you have to use, you know, a couple of the cheaper Yankees or a cheap White Sox hitter to make that work, even a, a punt play that we're not really expecting when lineups come out, that's probably going to be the route I go, and then you just hope that punt, you know, gets on base and gets you a run or something like that. Yeah, Pitching look, I, I like I like the White Sox here. I think they're in a good spot. Granky's kind of like turning into the righty version of Marco Gonzalez, just like finds <laughs> ways to wiggle out, doesn't really throw hard, but he's crafty enough to throw like a 65-mile-an-hour curveball and kind of get you off your timing and, and get a ground ball here or there. Look, Gonzalez – is a guy that, you know, he's going to have some blow-up games, man, because he's he's in there. He's just skeeting by. He's not a guy that, like, is going to be throwing hard, but he, he walks people. Two home runs in the game against Tampa Bay, two home runs in the game against Houston. 
So he can let up some home runs here. So I, I like Toronto. I like the White Sox. And I think the Mets, you know, they can go out there and do some damage for some one-offs. So my, my approach will be these five top-end guys, a Yankee stack of four, maybe five if I can squeeze in it on DraftKings, and then mixing and matching some value. Toronto does have some value. You know, Espinal, he gets a start 3,600 against Gonzalez in a good spot. Matt Chapman, affordable at 4,400. Bouchette kind of priced out. And then, like you said, on the White Sox, you got guys who are going to be in this lineup that are going to be fairly cheap as well. Mankata, 3,700. I like that call. Josh Harrison might get a call at 2,600. Or Leary Garcia, 2,800. So there's some value. And I would say try to get your value out of second base and shortstop. Um, and power up with these Yankees outfielders and hope that Aaron Hicks, like you said, I don't mind where he's hitting. If he's hitting 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, it don't really matter. Um, <laughs> he's going to be starting because he sat on Tuesday. So chances are he's going to start. And hopefully Trevino gets in there as well with, you know, at 2,300. Those two guys can help get a kind of like a wraparound Yankee stack that allows you to go out there and get Judge Stanton and, and potentially Rizzo if you want him or – Torres has been hitting the ball pretty well as well. So that's where I'm going to be going with most of my lineups. Adam, looking at the the betting odds right now, I know we don't have all the props up as much as we like to. Anything that sticks out to you, you know, backing Corbin Burns potentially, minus 140 over the Braves in an early game. Logan Webb and the Giants going against Kyle Freeland, minus 155. Not a bad line there. Um, Sonny Gray, minus 155 against the Athletics early. Walker Buehler, we're not touching that at minus 290 against no, the D-backs. Um, Luis Garcia and the Astros, minus 140. Fair line against Pavetta and the Red Sox. Any thoughts on these early games or late games? Any bets that you're looking forward to on Wednesday? I certainly don't mind uh, the Twins line because Buxton should probably be back. He sat Tuesday night, so I'd expect him back. Uh, Sonny Gray's pitched pretty well uh, when he's been healthy this season. Um, and then kind of as far as K props, you know, nothing's up yet, but I'm going to bet pretty much these top five guys we've talked about all night. I'm betting they're all around seven and a half. I'm kind of hoping. Yeah. I'll bet seven and a half. It's probably all of them. Sure. I'll go over Gossman. I need to see the lineup. Cole. I'd go over Otani. I'd want to see the lineup because they could throw out, you know, up to six lefties. That could be at least a little dicey. And then Giolito. I probably would just no bet at seven and a half because he's coming back from COVID. The Royals don't strike out a ton. Like his his K rate's through the roof, but I'd feel a little bit leery going after him. So I'd probably if it's seven and a half for G Lead, I'll probably let it let it go. Yeah, one thing I'm gonna do, man, I, I wanted to do it on on what day was that? Monday, but the Met game got rained out for no reason. They were scared of some bad weather. The bad weather never came. They canceled the game way early. But FanDuel yeah, has these alternative. They have these alternative strikeout props where you can run a train on a certain player strikeout props. Where I'm going to attack it before the end of this week. I'm not going to rush it. I'm not going to force it. But we got to link up on FanDuel and we got to we got to hit FanDuel up and try to take advantage because they allow you. So say the prop like the other day I wanted to get Michaelis at four. Um, if you're on WindailySports.com, I put it in our expert chat on Discord. I put it up on Twitter as well. I wanted to get it at four. It was plus money. Five was like plus 260. Six was like plus five, whatever. And then 
six and seven was like plus a thousand. And I wanted to ride that train all the way up. So I think we can do it. And we've been nailing some props. Like there's certain props that, yeah, we might've just, we might've just got by and, and covered by a half or one and a half, but there's certain pitching props that we've nailed for like three or four K's over their prop total where you can ride yeah. that prop and you, you bet more on the safest one, whatever the lowest number is at minus minus one ten or a little bit plus money. But then, you ride those other ones for lesser units and you can really make a run. It's kind of like running a parlay where in a parlay, you kind of have to be right on four random things together on a strikeout prop, running it all the way to the top. If you're right on the first one, there's a very good chance you can be right on the second, third and fourth. So I'm going to ride that out. I'll post it on Twitter, post it on expert chat, but we got to hit one of these pretty soon. Can't do it on DraftKings, but I saw FanDuel do it. So Let's check out tomorrow. If you got something that you're aggressive on, you let me know. Maybe we'll, we'll do it tomorrow, but we won't rush it. We'll hop in our expert chat. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Adam, any last thoughts for our Wednesday main slate? What stack takes it down? Is it Yankees, or you think it's going to be one of these off stacks or secondary stacks? No, it's going to be one of the off stacks because just by statistics, all five of these top aces probably don't all hit, right? So somebody's probably going to disappoint a little bit. That potential stack, like, you know, the Houston versus Eovaldi stack from last night where they hit five home runs off the guy in the second inning that nobody played. (laughs) First time ever, I think, that's ever happened in life. (laughs) You might might see something like that tomorrow where it's just the one stack that, like, nobody really expects is going to be that top 1% of the lineup. I can't really predict who it's going to be right now because they all look like they're in such strong spots. Uh, if I had I'll predict it, I'll, I'll, I'll predict it for you. The one guy at the top five that I can see potentially get blown up, it happens every once in a while, would be Otani. Yeah, it's probably Texas. Texas. That would be the one team I'd say, look, if, if you're entering more than four or five lineups, run a Texas stack. Otani's going to be popular at that price tag and run that. And then for like a sneaky, you know, lower owned stack, it's probably the Cubs. Yeah, You know, the Cubs got some power. Nobody wants to play them. They're going against a rookie. He's probably at best going to pitch three, four, maybe five innings. You get Pittsburgh's bullpen there. Those would be my two sneaky stacks. If you want to come off these main stacks, that's where I'm at. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit us up at WindailySports.com. Check out Adam's pitching article up there, Jared's prize picks article. We got Dave's picks and props article. We're in our expert chat all day long. We're laying some bets down, too. I was telling people to bet the Miami Heat live. That should be a good bet. We also put some props in Discord today for some Dodgers props. So make sure you hop in our expert chat at WindDailySports.com. We are out of here. Everybody, good luck on a Wednesday night. We'll be back tomorrow for Thursday slate.